This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. You're watching The Dorkening. Stay tuned. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! mission to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. You know, I keep on forgetting, we need to add the Stanley Excelsior to that. Yeah, uh, we, we do. I know. So you're watching Splash Pages. My name is Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard here. We are back. We've been living in convention world. Uh, Jar Jar just got back from an awesome con. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I screwed up completely trying to share our, our thing tonight. Like for some reason, the the um the the Facebook page uh, didn't have the option to share it. I could give money for some reason, but I couldn't share it. Uh, so yeah, I had to... I had to go to your page to friggin' share it and stuff. So like, uh, I'm I'm all discombobulated already. No worries, no worries. Velvet Jugger. <clears throat> good evening, good evening. It's me, Rich Davis, aka Velvet J, aka oh, the Throwback man. King. Mm. What? Now we're missing our buddy Drew tonight, but he has a private yes. family uh, thing that he has to deal with. We're gonna miss him, but we're still gonna have a great show. We're gonna bring you the best of comic news, and at the same time, we've got some great guests tonight. Thank you, Robert. A, a woman that is truly legendary, and a man that's putting out a fantastic story that we're gonna tell you about soon. But they're gonna be joining us about an hour, so to be yes. continued. Stay tuned. Yeah. Until then, we're going to talk about uh, some comic book stuff. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. You got D23, I hear, too. You guys got an overload of stuff going on there. Holy shit. Well, that and, you know, DC, uh, you know, we got the new no Black Henry Adam. No Henry Cavill, though. No Henry Cavill. You know, it could have gone totally different because there was a big leak, like, right before D23. Saying that they're going to release, uh, they're going to announce uh, Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck have joined the Marvel Universe, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Uh, but rumor today, uh, I was reading today that. Uh, uh oh, yeah. Reddit? <laughs> On the Reddit? Oh, oh, always Reddit, you know? <laughs> now, now, Leo, I, I should speak. join that maybe. I might get some more info. Now, Leo, you being the Reddit king now, uh, so. For, for now, have, have we all watched the most recent She Hulk here in the room at the moment? 
I have not, yeah. but that's what? okay. No, dude, I watch it with my kids. Okay, well, and well this will not ruin anything for you. So but I know we... about the weird lady being shown on it. I don't care. Yes, the weird lady being Madison. Madison, yeah. Yeah, I, I call with her... With an N, or, or with the Y, I don't know. With, with, with a y, y, but not in the place that you were thinking it was. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know what the hell that means at yeah, all. I think she's the most charming <laughs> drunk since Jack Sparrow. Oh, nice. So... I, I was watching a, a, uh, a deep dive into that episode, and uh, they're all about Mephisto confirmed. Yeah. Oh, is no. Jake Mephisto? That's what I was going to ask you, no, Leo. What is Reddit on. saying? Are, are, they, yeah. are they all a flutter? Uh, well, uh, on the video I watched, yeah, it was because the, the goat had the Jake uh, name tag. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and she, uh, she came out with the heart. And, uh-huh. and uh, why does Jake equal Mephisto then? I don't know why. I thought you. I thought you went down the Reddit rabbit hole. What happened? I I've been running. I've all been. Uh... I've been. Blah blah blah. Hey, somebody had to run Jar Jar's panels this weekend. Yeah, right. Oh, ben was taking right. all the credit, but it was really dog from inside the box. <laughs> yeah, they they uh, uh, when I had them hook up everything, we uh, we pumped me through the PA system. Mm-hmm. So that really I could cool. like talk, yeah, I could talk to yeah, everybody. You, were, about, you yeah. were truly the Professor X of the uh, the con, Leo. Oh, yeah. he, he's like my Ed McMahon to my Johnny Carson. I love it. Nice. <laughs> Listen, George, are you giving a lot of love away to everyone else lately? I'm I'm starting to get a little jealous. I'm sorry, Rich. I, I haven't. You know, I was nice lately. to Steve Van Sampson. You almost punched me in the face. Jesus Christ! I said, why? I didn't. Who did a really that. great job, by the way, in Leo's stead last week? He did. He did. He uh, yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like Leo. I'm sorry. Leo's right, my fine, Leo's fine. my love. You know. Hey, Leo. we're we're it's a little bit. Know, okay. We're all family here. You know? I know. We should I know. Be getting, uh, we're just having fun. We're just ton, having fun. A ton of hits on the the website for uh, uh, podcasts. Nice. That's new. It's twenty milligrams, so I only gave you one. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> so Leo, what's uh, what's on the agenda? D twenty three. Tell tell us what you know. Yeah. So uh, obviously the big reveal, uh, Werewolf by Night. We're getting next yeah. month. Is that real? That's real. It's That's a real, really real. fun, interesting trailer. They really went a different way, Jeremy. See, I don't you know what to, to No, no, I out. actually did watch that trailer. Um, okay. I, I don't know what to think about it. It's a little, uh, like, it, it's like a who, uh, what, what's that one of those, like, new mystery uh, movies that have been out that people are getting all funky about? It's, you know, there are all these hunters in the room, and one of them is the werewolf, and it's lovely blood. I'm just like, okay, I, I see where you're going, Disney. Um, it's kind of like is a, Moon Knight gonna be in it because 60s Moon, movie style, it's, Who knows? Mark Spector should be there. No, there, there's there's definitely a connection. Well, in now, which which Jeremy, which one launched which? Was I Werewolf by Night Werewolf in Moon Knight or was Moon Knight in Fight Werewolf Reverse? Uh, Moon Knight was in Werewolf by uh. That one, right? Werewolf by Night. Because in the in the Disney Moon Knight show, I remember in the first episode they had some kind of uh, thing that you could scan that would bring you to the Werewolf by Night. Yeah. So yep. they're he obviously aware of the, the connection. Yeah, in that he was hired by 
so-and-so to hunt the werewolf and uh god why can't i remember those names but uh it he, he finds out that the werewolf's good and well not good but you know a tortured soul is so, like... so uh i was reading up on this and apparently wikipedia is saying that the werewolf by night for marvel is going to be the jack russell story <laughs> which is hilarious that his name is jack russell because that's the name of a dog yeah <laughs> uh and according to the uh, i just caught that <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, told, to the, I uh, told it to Harley the other night and she started cracking up. She goes, his name is Jack Russell, like the dog. She goes, that's hilarious. That is. <laughs> that was a good play on words. I'm sorry, Leo. I didn't mean to interrupt. What were you saying? No, 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 no. No worries. No worries. Uh, so uh, I read that it's uh, listed as a comedy. Okay. Really? The, the Werewolf by Night? Yeah. Really? Like a I, horror, I, I, horror I thought it was going to be a horror because, well, yeah, I guess a Haramity. Yeah. Should I just coin that? Haramity? Huh. You might. <laughs> but according to the uh, Wikipedia, the Jack Russell story uh, that uh, includes the Darkhold, where he made a copy of the Darkhold. Hmm. Um, is that is that correct with uh, what you've read? Uh, I, I don't remember that at all. My brain... Mm. I only retained so much. So... So here's what Wikipedia says. Uh, the manifestation of Grigory Russoff in 1795, Dracula slew Grigory's wife, Louisa, after he refused to acknowledge Dracula's primacy upon the return to Transylvania. Is Grigory, that from the name of Dracula? Uh, this is from uh, this is the Jack Russell story uh, from Werewolf by Night. Um, let's see. Marvel Tales 116 from 1953. Marvel Tales 116, okay. Yeah. Well, it looks like we'll have to read that. Oh, oh the, the Jack Russell version of Werewolf by Night first appeared in Marvel Spotlight from 1972. Based on an idea by Roy Thomas. Series name suggested by Love Stan Roy. Lee. hate his manager. <laughs> uh, the initial creative team was Jerry Conway and Mike Flug. Who worked uh, with a plot by Roy and uh, Jenny Thomas for the first issue. I think I just ruined any chance of talking to Roy. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Was there really a chance? Probably not, but no. maybe because I do know the manager and I've never outwardly told him straight to his face that I disliked him. So there could have been a chance. He 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 bought my comics when I was going through my divorce. Yeah, yeah. Not he did not give me a great price. I probably would not imagine so. He's a car salesman, like mm -hmm. through and through. That dude is the shistiest. Like, all right, all right, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, Secret Invasion. Yes, that trailer looked fun as well. We have uh, Nick Fury with the uh, scrolls, scroll invasion storyline. Oh yeah. So, are the scrolls going to be bad in this, or are they yes, just invading? some will be good and some will be bad? So, are we going to find out that half of the heroes are actually scrolls? We, <sighs> we don't know yet, but uh, from what I've read, there was a additional scene shown at D twenty. Maybe Black Widow was a scroll. Ooh. Or Gamora. And she's actually in a coma somewhere being held. Or Gamora. 
<laughs> Let's uh, retcon the whole universe. <laughs> I know so, what you're doing, Marvel. I know. <laughs> so um, there was an extra scene shown at D23 that has not been released yet. Uh, the details were uh, showing that um, uh, Rambo was outside the space station. Oh, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo. I, I, thought, I was like, what? Sly Stallone's in this? What's going on? Did they have Rambo in the comics in Marvel? Flash Photon. Rambo versus uh, Punisher? Yeah. No. Did that happen? I don't no. know. I don't think so. Uh, so probably a good... So where is Monica Rambo, Leo? I'm okay. Sorry. So uh, Monica Rambo in spoiler, but this is what was shown at D23. Uh Monica is outside the space station, uh, I guess, or, or the spaceship working on something. Um, and Nick Fury's inside. And all of a sudden, Monica disappears and inside the space chute appears uh, Miss Marvel. Oh, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan, yeah. So, um, A little warping. Yeah. Isn't that her... Uh... Is that no, no? She's no. stretchy, isn't she? Like in yeah. the comics, she's stretchy. But those three switch locations, right? Because at the at the did you see the um yeah the Ms. whole Marvel. series, Jeremy? At the end, they, she switched places with Ms. Marvel. I got blonde Brie Larson. I don't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, Brie Larson is in the room full of posters. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, yeah, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was no trailer, but also oh, announced was on Armor the Lars- Oh, sorry, on the Brie oh, yeah. Larson uh, front. Uh, <laughs> did you guys catch her comment? Uh, that fans seem to be rallying towards her. Uh, I don't. I can't say it off the top of my head, but something to the effect: somebody had asked her if she was coming back, and she was just like, "Do Do you guys want me back?" You know, kind of in a, you know, kind of like, you know, there's been so much hate for her. Mm-hmm. Like, why would she want to do it anymore? And I, I, I feel her on that. Those people are fucking. Relentless. Well, she's already doing the Marvels, so she's already slated to do it for another few years. So, but I'm just saying on her comment. I know she's going to be doing it uh, more of it, but like, I, I just the hate from from the, the the heathens out there it's just so much always so much i mean the lady has won oscars and stuff like she, she's no slouch well just, just the i don't know just the the idiots that that pour this hate you know just uh do they fear women or something like that i mean it's just you know, it's like the same people saying, like, uh, why do you have to make Hulk a girl? You know, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> she Hulk has been around since the. It was because Stan Lee was you know? afraid that the, the TV people were going to make one and he was getting out ahead of it. He was like, I ain't going to let them take my money. <laughs> let me tell you, Marvelites. <laughs> yeah. But no, like. Yeah, like, I, I really don't understand the hate at all for She-Hulk. I, I haven't watched the newest episode, but, like, it's been so much fun. It, it, even Miss Marvel was, like, wicked refreshing. Like, the whole different 
uh, style of direction and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, you, you, you want to say to those people, I mean, Steve said it last week, but uh, you know, do you guys have wives? Do you have girlfriends? Do you have children. daughters? Do you have mothers? Do, do you mothers, disrespect yeah. them? I mean, I don't understand. Good Lord, like, do, they, do they have to be lower, lower on some kind of mental scale? I mean, does it really matter? Nothing matters. I, I mean, a lot of these guys are like, oh, why, why is she hope gotta be, you know, better than learn fat? I'm like, why can't she? Like, it yeah. makes sense. Women mature at a much faster rate than men. Like, they, they, they learn. Like I, I don't know. It's just oh, and, and, crazy. and the, their brains work totally different. Like you know, yeah. uh, we we joke about it all the time. You know, my 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 wife will. I, I admit my wife is way smarter than me, and, and just like they usually are. That's what yeah, attracts us to them. Totally, you know, and and we say, oh, it's it's girl brain because it's you know superior. You know, it's just uh, you know, she 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 can figure things like you know things that were obvious to her it's like i didn't even consider you know so it's like you know i overcomplicate things there you go yeah all right uh, on to the next stuff okay so um for i she held hulk, that up too long <laughs> no worries no worries so uh she hulk actually there was a spoiler uh in the um the pre-release version the titles uh so she hulk uh she has a um she goes out on dates and she ends up on a really weird date. The guy is like acting, like asking, like, can anything you pierce your skin and stuff like that? And uh, in the credits, he's listed as Hulk Todd. But in the final version, it was just Todd. So some people are, are saying that he could be, um, is it Madman? Madman, yeah. He's um, yeah. the leader's brother. Um, because oh. because uh, the leader was Sam Stearns, and Madman was Phil Stearns. Um, and he was interested. I guess he was around in the days when uh, Bruce first got the government contract to work on Gamma Rays, and he was jealous, and eventually made himself into Madman. Yeah. Hmm. Well, and, and they did announce that um, uh, he's coming back. Um. Yeah. Yes, the leader is expected to be in Captain America Four. Um, supposedly, the same actor that was in the uh, the Hulk movie that played Sam Stearns. Um, I do not know that actor's name, unfortunately. I saw the a photo earlier today, but yeah, I also don't know the name of the actor. But uh, but that's that's great news to see the leader. Um, I was hoping to see him possibly at the end of She-Hulk or somewhere in that series. But uh, I'll I'm take him in Captain gonna... America. You know, maybe they're going to do a, a cabal or an intelligentsia possibly storyline. We're we're getting Wolverine from She-Hulk. I'm telling you, there was already yeah. a little teaser in it, and I think that's yeah. where they're going. Feeling it? Yep, uh, I I feel it. How how big would that be? That would that be would... insane fucking shock everybody it would be yeah. <laughs> well they, they, they haven't announced an act who the actor is going to be right no i no. don't think so no uh, right. they haven't they haven't even announced anybody for fantastic four yet except the director okay uh so that was also a d23 uh so captain america new world order um armor wars was announced as well uh don Cheadle's coming back for that and uh, oh. Thunderbolts. 
Mm-hmm. Anybody care? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, not I'm really, sorry. I, I'm not really excited about that one so much. I mean, yeah. uh, look, I, I, I know you didn't go see um, uh, the Yelena Belova movie. Black Widow? Yeah, the Black Widow movie. You didn't see that, but she was she was a good character. Yelena was a good character. Um, I, well, I she was... also came back in um, uh, Hawkeye. Right. Did she? I forgot about that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Black did. Widow was was in Hawkeye. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh, miss that. Oh, I only watched probably the first three episodes so far. I, I kind of fell off. I I, I wanted to watch it because it seems like a cool Christmas show. Uh, yeah. Oh, D23 kicked off with uh, the Marvel um, uh, Hall. Kicked off with um, uh, Rogers the Musical. Rogers the Musical, they, yes. They, they did a thing from Rogers the Musical, apparently. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> so uh, it's just a matter so, of time that we see that on Broadway. Yeah. So, so Thunderbolts, uh, so far, they've announced it's going to be uh, Bucky Barnes. John Walker, uh, Taskmaster, uh, and Red Guardian, uh, Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp, and uh, Julia Louise-Dreyfus' character. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quantum Mania uh, was also announced. I'm well. also not a fan of Ant-Man. I... I really disliked the first movie i think it it set the tone for the second movie for me too so yeah well i but, totally disagree with you i i love it. it's a great family type style movie um i i like his stupid quirkiness oh i um, like paul rudd a lot but that's why i'm kind of confused why i hated ant-man so much yeah um i i don't know either um, I, I thought both movies were, were fun. Um, I mean, they weren't 100%, but uh, they, they were decent, decent and certainly yeah. entertaining. Well, um, and the third one, we're getting Kang and um, uh, yeah. Modoc. Yeah. Modoc. Oh, Modoc? Modoc. Modoc. I, I, but have, have, all right. We don't Do know we which have... version. We don't know which version. Yeah. Mm. I want to see what Modoc looks like. Then I have to see it because I like Modoc. I, I think that's funny. That, well, that, uh, that's a just... image released today. Let me see if I can pull. Oh, it up. did it? A real one? Yes. Really? Well, it, it was leaked. Uh, let me see. Maybe like the they'll do both, and like one will be like his. I don't know, some kind of robot for him. You know, so he doesn't get hurt. Like a uh, decoy of sorts. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Yeah, that, that that's an early. We, we were hoping that is not it. That's oh, well. well, it looks like it's armor, so that maybe it's going to fall off of him and we'll get... A Krang face underneath? No, Shredder! No, no! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as long as he's voiced by uh, who did the cartoon, I have no idea. <laughs> Probably know. like uh, uh, what's his name there? Uh, uh, the guy who did Skeletor back in the day and stuff. No, no, no. It, it's uh, he was just in uh, Sandman. In Sandman? Yeah, Patton Oswalt. Oh, really? Yeah. He did the voice of who? He did the Krang? voice of Krang. 
No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, Sandman. He did the voice of um, the crow in uh, Sandman. The crow, the crow in Sandman. Oh, oh, oh! I... But he did the voice of Modok in the cartoon. Oh, in the Hulu oh, cartoon, oh, right, oh, right, right, right. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Krang from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was like, what? That's <laughs> a. Oh, I didn't remember that. No, did he? Did he just use his voice though? Mm-hmm. For yeah. for Modok, yeah. Yep. I, I'm yeah. sick of him doing that. Don't get me wrong; it's cute and funny and all, but like, but there are a lot of voiceover actors that just kind of use one voice or two voices. I know, yeah, one or two voices is good, but when you're just using your voice all the time, he's just doing. He's taking a voiceover actor's job. I doing understand. I Patton understand. Oswalt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and he really that. just plays Patton Oswalt and everything. Like, it's the same character over and over. The lovable goofy little whatever i don't get me wrong i am not trying to hate on the guy i'm sorry i'm maybe i'm in a bad mood tonight yeah you're kind of <laughs> negative <laughs> damn i'm a down uh, take, okay, I... take a little drop <laughs> yeah maybe i should <laughs> uh, uh there's still a bunch to go over but we'll we'll do it quickly because i know we need to go over our books and also we haven't even touched on dc um, so we talked about the Marvel's Ironheart, uh, Echo was also, uh, some footage was released on that. Daredevil Born Again as well. That I'm kind of excited uh, for. Uh, Loki Season 2. I like that. I'm all mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, Henry Cavill's supposed to be in Loki Season 2. I thought that was announced. Is it? Or was that a, or is that a maybe? I think that was a Maybe. Yeah, because it's uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, Ooh. Kingpin? It's going to be in Loki yeah. season two. I'm so uh, no, no Daredevil Dare Born Again. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Yeah. We're, we're jumping around, jumping around. Okay. Just clear. The ADD is real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you watch the Black Adam trailer, the new one? Yes. No, no. no, there was no a Black one. Adam? Yeah, 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 I did. Hold on. Tri- I'm all sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, he, it's the rock. He's got a big lightning yeah. bolt on his no, chest. No, it was good. It, dressed new, in black. New, new trailer is actually really good. It yeah. looks very uh, dark. They're like trying to get uh, the rock there to be a good guy and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pierce Bronson and his his uh, wonderful Dr. Our Fate. Man. Dr. Fate. Oh, Dr. Fate. Yeah, Our Man. Yeah. Look. Yeah, he he says, uh, what does he say? The fates aren't wrong, mm-hmm. and uh, you can either be this world's destructor or this world's savior. Yeah. And you know he's going to be the world's. Savior. What what planet are they on though? Is that Earth? Because yeah. like yeah. that doesn't what in what and we're before Superman. Yeah, that we don't know. We don't know what in, the like. Is. Are we oh, before well, well, in, in, in the first trailer? They had guns, so it's got to be in somewhat modern times. Yeah, I'm, I'm just a little confused where we are, what's going on, what connection to what part of the, the DC universe. I know the DCEU is all whatever, but like, there's still like, I don't know. They, they just they... pretend it's not connected. This is the first connector. Supposedly, that's what they're saying. Like, this is supposed to be the launching of the new DCEU. So this is the new connection. Yeah. I thought Shazam was the new launching. I don't know. I'm so. No, nah, it's supposed to be the um, 
Dwayne Johnson, The Rock uh, universe, cinematic universe. <laughs> no, I, that's what he said. He, he's, he's, of course he's, he did. The yeah. Rock's fucking really <laughs> full of himself. And don't get me wrong, the guy's funny as hell. I like him a lot. Yeah. I think he's really great. But like, he even DC at times is just like, hold on, Rock. You're, you're saying a little bit much there. <laughs> well, we know, so the new trailer, uh, we know it's the Justice Society. Um, and who's that devil character? Is Blue that Mephisto? <laughs> what Entrigan or Blue Demon? Uh, in the trailer. I, I didn't see the devil. Oh, are you talking about, it looked like it was actually, uh, what's his name? Uh, Darkseid's boy there. Uh, why can't I? He, from, huh? Calabat? No, no. From, um, from Man of Steel they used. Or not, was it Man of Steel? Dawn of Justice? I don't know. What, the Darkseid's son, is it? Uh, Orion? No, no, no. It's not his son. It's uh, one of his generals. Uh, comes out in New Gods number seven. His Steppenwolf. He looked kind of like Steppenwolf from, from, no. uh, I think so. The, the big thing you were talking about, right? The real he, big, like, he was, he was red, red with horns. He looked like Satan. The big one, right? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to go okay. back and look, but I think yeah, go, so go back and watch it. it... <laughs> big, big one with red, big red one with horns. The only in DC I know is Sir Tur. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. That's 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 the Thor one. Um. Uh. Raven's Raven's dad. Trigon. Oh, Trigon. Uh, Trigon. Oh, Trigon. Yeah. I apologize. I was DC marveling switching. Yeah, no worries. Uh, that was actually uh something else announced. Uh, Titans season four in November coming in November. Is that going to be the final season? Are they killing the TV uh, series? Yeah. Uh, they didn't say. No, I've watched this whole series. Um, it, it's okay. It's, it's a step above CW. Um, uh, the loss of Hawk and Dove was tough, um, but uh, we'll see, we'll see if the, how they proceed with this season. You know, some good, yeah. some bad. It's not a hundred percent, but uh, I still have found it to be entertaining. Um, you know, I, I still love seeing all these characters on TV and in the movies. I I almost yeah. can't get enough. You give me a good storyline, I'm going to get enjoy it. Well, speaking of storyline, uh, DCEU actually uh, kicks off today. Um, Flash number one, the tie-in to the movie, came out today. And uh, Batman and uh, uh, who else? Um, Batman gives the Flash his new suit. Oh, the new Flash trailer? In the, in the tie-in? In the tie-in comic that got released today. Oh, okay. All right, also, so is the Flash going to be part of the new DC, or is this just a standalone movie coming out with the Flash? And that's just it. I know they're probably not going to use him anymore, but well, like, then it's a one and done. But like, could it possibly be like, you know, he's he's Barry Allen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So could there possibly be a connected? To a, uh, I don't know, Garrick or uh, any of well, the other ones. Well, well, supposedly, like everyone is guest starring in this. Supposedly, 
that's what they all said and I hope that is not a lie (laughs) but god it just doesn't sound possible it's like almost like a fan made it so here's what I predict I predict that you know by time the movie comes out um, he's been in talks with WB and I, I think he's been seeking help now enough time would have passed. Maybe he goes in rehab or something like that, and then, like, uh, they try to brush it underneath the rug. Yeah, he's and... he's got to keep his nose clean. If he doesn't keep his nose clean, it's over. Yeah, if there's one yeah, more and... thing coming, I, I mean, it's it, it's kind of over movie. now. And, and he if he kidnaps a... one what? more person, yeah, <laughs> just one more kidnapping. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, look at Mel Gibson. He's back in the limelight. That dude can, like, talk bad about Jewish people and everything. And it is no, who cares? He's yeah, wrong. He's, he, he's been fighting his way back, though. He's been doing so many friggin' indie movies. Yeah. yeah dude, he, he, can't he, can't he can't win dude, me back. Sorry. Yeah, Too late. He, he's never once said apologize. Mm-hmm. Horrible things to his girlfriend and oh, his wife. Really bad and... things to his ex there. But, like, why don't you just smile and blow me? I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's not wow. afraid to use the N-word either. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry for everybody. Yeah. I've not watched anything yeah. else with him in it. I, yeah. I, All his I comments get... about the Jews in Hollywood. I'm not, no, yeah, I'm not interested I got rid in of him. Sorry, Mel. Can't, can't win me back. And, and, and I really love me, your movies I in my youth. Brave, but... Me too. Braveheart, friggin' every... The Braveheart was the best thing in yeah, the world. Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah. And... Yeah. Enjoyed all that stuff, but I will I never do watch it anymore. He even did that. I wanted to watch that freaking Webster's Dictionary movie, and god damn it, he's in it, so I can't. Uh, he did a Santa movie, he did, yeah, yeah it was supposed, it, supposed to be pretty good, but yeah, it's uh, um. So, I like my Santa's coked up. No, nah, well, no, nah, no. Nah, this, this this was pretty pretty fucked up. It was uh, this kid didn't get what he wanted for Christmas. This rich kid, mm. so he hires a hitman to take out Santa. Nice. And Mel Gibson's playing Santa, so it's a hitman trying to take him out. So it's uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty fucked up. Uh, Jeremy, speaking of the uh, the Santa you just mentioned, um, that Tim the Tool Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, on D23. There's a trailer. He's got another movie. And the premise is that uh, Santa is going to retire after this Christmas. So he's he's looking for he's looking for a replacement. Oh, okay, okay. Why why doesn't his kid replace him? The girl. It's going to be a girl Santa. (gasps) Uh Oh, we're going to get the Uh crazy. Hey, (laughs) yo, or he had a daughter, right? I don't even remember. Maybe it was I, a son I, in the movie. I only watched the first one or two of those movies. There was only three. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, I don't know. Santa Claus, the movie. Uh, Santa Claus, the Santa Claus. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I forget what the third one was. Jack Frost or something. What's his name? Was in it the little guy from uh, Murder, Murders in the Building? Oh, yeah. yeah. Martin Short. Uh, didn't they make like a fourth like without him or something like that? Did they? Well, that's probably why I didn't watch it. Yeah, maybe. Uh, the last item today, it's rumored that Hush is going to be in Batman. Yeah. I, I heard they're doing a sequel to it, uh, Hush. No, 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 no. That Wait, Hush is going to be in what, Leo? 
No. Bat, the the Batman two. Hold on. The, the Pattinson thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't I, know they was getting a second movie. I thought but, that might have been a one and done too. But also, uh, there is going to be Hush Part Two, the story line. So, by, so uh, then the question Jim is, Lee is, and them. But, but wait, wait a second. It's going to be Hush Part Two. Shh. 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 Now, does, does that mean Pattinson is in the um? He's in the Black Adam universe. Uh, they haven't announced that. They they may keep it just you know separate. Okay. You know, maybe maybe that's uh, you know a young yeah, Batman storyline. Maybe that's the way to go. Just make everything its own separate universe and separate stories, and let nothing be connected. Yeah, I agree with that. Because you know they clearly they can't follow the Marvel formula, and when they even slightly attempt it, people bitch about it. Yep. Well, time will tell. Um, I know we have books to, to cover, um, but just wanted to say, if you're going to be picking up comics this week, uh, Batman versus Robin number one came out this week, uh, along with the Flash tie-in. Um, Alfred is back. What? What? Yep. Who? Al- Alfred is back. Let's Batman. guess. The Pit. Don't know. Lazarus Pit. No, I I, re- I I read the issue already, and they don't say. Why they don't explain happened. it. He just exists there. He just explains it, and the whole storyline's about magic. Magic, so, and yeah, it, it's and he's uh, just there. Uh, Bruce is in the Wayne Manor to get his keys or something like that. There's a knock at the door, and it's Alfred, and, and he's that- trying to. It, 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 he's he's trying to warn Bruce about like Bane has Damien and and like all this danger and it's like everything mm. like happened like right when he died. So I don't know. It's Clayface. It's a clone. So they cover that. Uh, okay. Bruce is saying Bruce is thinking could it be Clayface? Could it be you know blah blah blah? And then he says then there there's a, a page going. Uh, we spend so much time going over things only Alfred would know. Like he knows how to set the clock. He knows how to open a door. And uh, so it, it's supposedly uh, it's 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 Alfred. So now, Leo, I don't remember we we read one that after one of the storylines where our, after Alfred dies and uh, he leaves Bruce like this letter that he finds uh, afterwards. Yes. Yes. No, con- no. Since you read this, no, no connection to that though, right? No, nope. Mm, interesting. No, that that was just a letter that um that was a totally different storyline. Um, no, no, I know it was a different storyline, but I just wanted yeah. to know since that because that's what the after Alfred was dead. Yeah, that he found that that Bruce found that letter. So since now Alfred is back, I was just wondering if they made any connection or reference to that letter. No, it's only one issue so far, and uh, just the dialogue was just Bruce trying to confirm that it was Alfred. And then it goes into uh, Damien fighting Batman with uh, two friends. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty then. Okay. So what book do we want to cover first? Do we want to cover uh, the uh, Mad Love or uh, Batman Annual or uh, Batman 44? Let's go with Batman Annual. Batman Annual. Annual, okay. 
And the, the one jar we with uh, the, since we were having guests coming in at nine o'clock, guys, we decided to do three one shots, uh, composed Batman stories in one story. Look at that beautiful. Hold on, you skipped over the Neil Adams covers, Leo. Look at that. Good old Neil. Batman annual number 14 in the eye of the beholder. Well, circa what year, Mr. Leo? Our Charles Xavier. What was happening back in 1986? Our man uh, in the chair, as they no, say, Spider-Man. 1990. Actually, oh, it is 90. Yeah, it's the beginning of the downfall. It's the beginning of the 90s, folks. Comic books, how they survived, we don't know. Yeah, I know. I I, I bought this issue, so it definitely had to be part of the downfall. You know, yeah, I bought uh, it. Yeah, so uh, this came out uh, July of 1990, and the writer was Andrew Helfer, and penciler was Chris Sprouse. Anchor was Steve Mitchell, colorist was Adrian Roy, and letters was John Costanza. And the editor hey, at the time... You notice, actually, they don't credit Bill Finger in this. Really? They do not. The very first page, only Bob Kane. Yeah. <clears throat> Batman created by Bob Kane, yeah, and Denny O'Neill was the editor at the time. Yep. So this was another retelling. Was this the first retelling of uh, Two Face, or was this? Um, we like... need Drew here to tell us that kind of info. I think. Like, if any of you can channel Drew right now, whoa, 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 whoa. we do not have our encyclopedia, Drew. Tonight. Yeah. But Jar Jar, what, what year did DC acknowledge Bill Finger? Um... Uh, not until 2015, oh, okay. actually, so was Bill Finger actually, yep, the out. first thing he was uh, acknowledged on was season two of Gotham. And then, uh, was it Donna Justice, I think, the movie? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And yeah. Not until 2015. Now everything has his name on it that comes out, but yeah. Awesome. 2015. That's a crazy long time to not have your name on something you created. Ooh, ooh, yeah. ooh, okay. So this okay. story this story served as the first retelling of Two Faces origin in the post crisis continuity. Oh. However, however, most of the events have been overwritten by the limited series Batman The Long Halloween. That's probably why I picked it up. I normally didn't pick up annuals in being a retelling of uh, uh, Two-Face's origin after Crisis. Makes sense. It says this story also refers to Harvey Dent's wife as Gilda and Grace simultaneously. Oh. I didn't pick up on that. No. Yeah, so this is basically a, a retelling of the Harvey Dent uh, getting the acid in his face. And uh, there's kind of a pre-story where, you know, he's the DA and they're chasing down this other uh, serial killer. And the serial killer um, gets off. And he says that uh, Batman was attacking him and he doesn't know why. And this is all crazy. And uh, but the serial killer in turn uh, tells Harvey that he is the serial killer after the case with nobody around and that uh, he sees something in Harvey and Harvey needs to let go and be, be the man that he is meant to be. 
And of course, we all know through history what happens. Uh, Marconi throws the acid in his face. He becomes Two-Face. And, uh, you know, it's a tragic story. It really is. He was on the, the road to to fame and, and everything as, yeah, as the DA. Politics and... Yeah. Top this of the is world, really baby. great Top art. Of the world. I have to say, I, I don't really know much of Chris Sprouse's work before or uh, at all. This this is really good. I I like it. It's like the coloring and everything. They did well. Yeah, so, this this was definitely a good read. It says this story has been reprinted in Batman featuring Two Face and the Riddler. Two Face, a celebration of seventy-five years, which also which reuses Neil Adams' cover art, and also Batman: The Caped Crusader, Volume Three. Right, and this was a, a great page. You know, um, in this particular story, his face actually gets repaired. They do plastic surgery. And Leo, go back one, um, and uh, he ends up ripping the plastic surgery off his face that he's so. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And he says, "I have no choice." So he's he's two faced forever. Yeah. So. so so in the other books, um, in the other stories that we've read previously with, with Two Face, this goes into more detail, uh, unless I'm mistaken, as of like how he gets the coin. The coin is a gift from his yeah, father. From his father, yeah. Uh, and his father used to play games with him and always win. Um, right. And, and the games the, were basically beating the shit out of him. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, also goes uh, more into the story of um, uh, the the serial killer, you know, sort of like uh, not giving him the idea of his double identity. But, you know, it seems like that was really the what pushed him over the edge, you know? Yeah, I don't think that was told in the first telling at all. I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was the court case, uh, Bruce and... In, 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 uh, uh, I forget Two Face's real name right now, but uh, him and Bruce's Harvey, Harvey and Bruce's relationship, how they had gone to college and stuff, and all that stuff, I think was more focused on than than the the other stuff. I think more Marconi uh, t- t- uh, crime stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't recall any of the uh, serial killer in it. Yeah. Well, so uh, do we want to rate them all at the end, or we want to rate them now? Well, we could possibly do them one at a time, I guess. Okay. I would give this uh, art and story-wise, I would say we're at probably like a four, four and a quarter. What are we giving them? Uh, crowbars? Uh, are we, we might as well just doing crowbar, crowbar right signals? Let's okay, crowbar, crowbar right Okay. So four and a quarter. I, I like this art and story, um, especially adding more with the, the 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 serial killer and stuff. Yes, yes. Or a quarter. No, no. What's that, Leo? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to give it a straight three point no, eight. No, three point eight five. Uh, I I was not as much enthralled with the art as. Um, Jeremy was. I, I like some of this stuff, um, but I think I've become more accustomed to some of the newer art. And uh, 
Is that a good I mean, this, hit, this, Leo? this just isn't doing it for me as much. But uh, I did enjoy the storyline. I like the fleshed out of Harvey. But, you know, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey. We've, we've been Harveying for, you know, 30 years now. So, uh, the 3.85. Tommy Lee Jones, did they do the whole thing with uh, where he got the plastic surgery and ripped it off? Am I remembering no. something else? I think you're okay. remembering something else. Yeah, okay. They, they, I I'm, think they did it in one of the animated movies. Oh, uh, maybe. Hmm. We'll have to go back and watch. Yes. It's been a while since I've seen that. What about um, you, Leo? Where, where, where are you rating uh, old Harvey Dent here today? I, I was going to go with a 3.75. Okay. Uh, yeah. It, unusually, you went with the lowest rating. I, I did. I did. I mean, I, I have this issue myself as as well, but it's uh, the story was good. It's just the artwork. Um, it was definitely hit and miss for me. Huh. You know, Maybe I, I like I, I like bad art, I guess. <laughs> or no, different to, strokes to for different yeah, <laughs> Whatever don't. speaks to you, Jeremy. If that speaks to you, and you know, if you think that's strong art, then you know, whatever, man. Fine, dude. That's <laughs> your <laughs> opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay do we want to go over I, I know i have mad, mad love let's hit it mad love mad love oh she's so beautiful i love that <laughs> i love that assassin right there that harlequin of crime and uh, paul Vinny okay. and bruce tim what a creation 30 years we're at the 30 year anniversary by the way i think this week or last week um, so that's a pretty big deal. I mean, that character came from an animated series, and this was her premiere on DC Comics. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is a little uh, storybook that actually came out before this that comes with a, a little tape. It's a book and tape that actually predates the the Mad Love, but and the BA twelve and all those. But yeah, really, yeah. So. So this is written by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini. Uh, cover was Bruce Tim and art by Bruce Tim. And uh, this is from Batman Adventures from 1992. And uh, let me, uh, let's see. Was there an issue or was this just a graphic novel? Just a graphic novel that came out like this. I thought I thought it was a... Oh, you have it. Yeah, right here. It's all in one, done. One shot. So did the um, did the book come out first or the the animated series? Oh, I don't. First? Well, yeah, the animated series brought her first. I don't know on this particular storyline which now, came. I, first. I believe this episode. Um, I mean this this storyline was an episode in the animated I, series. I thought it was. Yeah, it was. I don't recall it, but like like perfectly, but like I, it felt very familiar. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, it's, th- it reads just like one of the animated series episodes. So, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me at all if it was. Yeah, I just hear yeah. Mark Hamill's voice reading this. Oh, yeah, dude. I totally did everybody's voice in my head. Kevin Conroy, the whole yep. cast yep, was same there. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, uh, yeah. Har- Harley, uh, who, who did Harley's voice? I forget her name. Tara Strong. Yeah, Tara, Tara Strong. Strong. Yeah, yeah. I I was hearing her the whole time, it, it, even though I'm watching. I even Harley had Gordon's voice, and I don't even know who does that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you totally fit. Uh, totally forget uh, Kaylee Kuoko, uh while reading this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I I have to say this really tells right from the beginning how just hard of a relationship this is. Like, good oh, lord! Oh, it's totally abusive. Oh, it is it's like so. It's just like wow. It like, it is us it's, ninety it's totally kids it. were all about it. <laughs> we we're just like, this is great. Oh man. Uh, the only thing. Oops, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, I, I, I know this. It's, it's really tough, Jeremy. I mean, there's nothing worse. I mean, I don't think a man should ever hit a woman. Oh and, no, no, like it was like totally. Yeah, yeah all the girls wanted to be Harley. They yeah. wanted to have the love, like they wanted to have the mad love for Joker, no matter yeah. what. I understand. It, no, it's no, crazy. it's just it's cra- <clears throat> crazy that we all like were watching this on TV as cartoons for kids. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. Like, I don't think they could put this out kind of a cartoon anymore. Yeah, but like, the, I mean, also... great classic scenes with her and the, uh, the, oh, the yeah. negligee. And I mean, this is this is all, I mean, boom, boom, boom. I mean, this is hitting on all cylinders for me. It really, no, it was fantastic. I enjoyed it so much. And, and the like, art's very much like the animated series. It really is. I, I'm telling you, from beginning to end, I, I read this in maybe three minutes. Like, I was just like, it was such a quick read. Clearly, you and I have read this before, Jeremy. Leo, have you ever read this before? Yes. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I I think we covered this on uh, Dark Knight one time. Love the whole uh, the where he goes through all of his different stories about like I, I remember so many different of uh, Joker's uh, origin stories. I, I thought that was great. And, and Harley falls for him, and then oh, Batman, yeah. Batman's like, "Uh, did he tell you the one about this, or did he tell you the one about <laughs> yeah. that?" And she's like, "You mean I'm not special?" Yeah. I'm yeah, it breaks her heart. It hits. It hits. It's like really emotional. I'm telling you, like this, it, like she's looking for that right there. The family. She wants to have all of that. It's Lenny Schwartz. <laughs> is it already nine o'clock? It's already it, nine o'clock, guys. Oh my it is. god! Wow, we, we have <laughs> run late. Hi, Lenny. How are you? Good to see you guys. Good to see you again. Nice to see you. Good to see um, you. I'll let you guys finish what you're doing. I'll just hang back here. Oh no, it's great. No, no, welcome. We, <laughs> we, we were just going Leo, over. Though. We were going over uh, Harley Quinn, um, the the first the origin story that came out in DC Comics, and you know we're trying to because of our, our two guests tonight. Which uh, we haven't announced yet who they are. Um, oh, that's one of my favorite uh, outfits Joker wears, by the way, when he's on the boat there with the the, the hat in the trench. Love that per- purple. Mm-hmm. And we just hit uh, Harley's thirtieth anniversary, so uh, wow. yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's a big storyline. I I remember that Mad Love. It was I bought it off the stands. Was it nineteen ninety five? Ninety two. Ninety two. Oh my god, I'm getting old. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are as young as we used to be. So, um, uh, we should, I guess, we guys should we introduce uh, our first guest. Oh, yeah. so we, we have here <laughs> Lenny Schwartz, hey guys, who is the writer director of the new Bill Finger play. <laughs> He's going to tell us all about it tonight, aren't you, Lenny? Absolutely. Ooh. Whatever you guys want to know, I'll be happy to. I'll be happy to go through it with you guys. Awesome, awesome. We're we're excited to hear that. And uh, so this is uh, Leo. He's our captain. 
and uh, Jar Jar Jeremy, and you and I have been emailing back and forth. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we have someone else coming in in a few minutes. Uh, we have our guest, Athena Finger, who we've had on oh, before, gosh. who is the empress to the Bat Empire legacy. Nice. I love Athena. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a week, I think. I'm, I've, I've been seeing her a lot on uh, on um, cameras and, you, and um, what's it called? Zoom. So, I mean, it'll be, I'll be seeing her in a couple of weeks. I think uh, she's going to the New York premiere. So, I'll see her in about three weeks. So nice. I'm excited about that. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Though. Very excited. Now, so, what, so, ask away, guys. I'm at your disposal. What can I help? What can I answer for you guys? Well, oh, okay. Leo is back. Sorry. I was. Yeah. 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 No, my... you, want, you want to set it off, Jeremy? Because I know you've Me? done a ton of research. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. You have, you know. <laughs> Uh, Lenny, I'm here. Other guests. Oh, look at that. Of the Bat Legacy, Athena Finger. Hello, hello. Hello, good (laughs) evening. Thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Now, uh, there are people still out there that don't know that you, Athena Finger, are the granddaughter of the great Bill Finger, who is now uh, credited since 2016 as the co creator of The Batman. Yeah, there's still people learning the true history of Batman. Well, That's okay. We educate them. One of the favorites <laughs> tonight actually only credited Bob Kane as well. So, like, we made sure to point that all out and such. such. Yeah, because that well, story thank you. 1996. So, uh, <laughs> we hadn't dropped who our guests were, so Jeremy was dropping a little hint. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> little Easter egg, little Easter egg Ooh. before you, our our guests we're, were dropped. We're like a Marvel TV show right now. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> now, Lenny. Now, yes. before you got in contact with uh, Athena, now what is what is your background? Can you tell us a little bit about you before before this whole project has come to be? Before, I mean, this is well before 2014. Um, I, I I always tell the story that I started off writing plays back in 1996. Uh, and I learned about Bill Finger back when the first uh, first Batman movie came out. I was actually working for a comic store, uh, probably, I, th- I think it was definitely under the table. Uh, I was 13 years old, and Batman and me just had come out uh, because the movie had come out. And uh, I remember being on the shelf, and my the person who was running the store says, you know, don't don't read that. He goes, let me tell you about, about Bill Finger. And after that, it always kind of changed my worldview. Uh, I started getting into theater in like the early 90s. Started wrote my first play in 1995. I uh, had my first play directed in 1996, and um, I'd always, you know, I'd always wanted to do comedies. I never really thought about ever doing bi- biographical plays. Uh, but in 2000, the year 2000, I actually started writing a screenplay about Buster Keaton, and it took me about like 11 or 12 years to get it together. When I put that show up in 2011, I was like, oh wow, I did that, and I did a play about the Marx Brothers, and I Lucille Ball. And I, and I did play about Charles Schultz and I kind of had given up about doing biographical materials until, and people said, well, what, what would you want to do? And actually I always said there was three, there was always like, you know, three things I probably plays I ever wanted to do. One was the story of Bill Finger though, biographically. And, um, you know, literally that next year I literally bumped into Athena at, um, in the 2014 Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. And it's just like, what, I mean, it was kind of an idea, you know, didn't know what it would mean, what, you know, what paths that I didn't know how much research we'd have to do on that. Um, because, you know, it's, it, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of stuff that doesn't exist anymore. And, um, but that's kind of my genesis. I, I've been writing plays. I've been writing about two to three shows a year. 
uh, had stuff produced um, surprisingly all over the world, but you'd have to look really close. Uh, so, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've actually had a lot of stuff produced in New York and uh, Rhode Island, and uh, uh, this is my second. I mean, I mean, there's different places around, different colleges have done stuff, but um, I've had stuff go overseas. But I've I've always loved directing too, directing plays. So it kind of goes hand in hand with me at this point. But that's kind of my background. I do film too. I'm actually shooting a film right now. Um, which after the show ends, I got to go right onto set on October 12th. So I'm excited about that. Oh, and awesome. uh, we have, we're shooting through the winter. And it's about, I think it's going to be a 28 day film shoot actually after this. We've already got uh, three days in, done, but we have to another 28 days to go on there. And it's pretty interesting. Can you tell us what, it, what is it called? Can you tell us? Uh, the, haunt, the Haunted and the Hunted. Um, it's a uh, werewolf st- uh, story that takes place. It's a silent movie, it doesn't have any dialogue, um, it has music and, and sound effects, but there's no dialogue in the film. And it's about the post-apocalyptic. It's a post-apocalyptic movie. Um, the werewolves have won, and it's one woman being chased by werewolves over the course of three nights. And literally, it's a long action. It, it, the whole thing's action. We had shot like we had shot in two two days, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and we we're doing ten-hour days as a full film crew. And these guys are great. Um, and somehow I just kind of like, you know, I'm like, okay, I act like I know what I'm doing. And, um, they, they're wonderful though. They, I mean, these guys have worked on real movie sets. I mean, these guys are, you know, I, I only, I can go through their credits. You're like, Oh God. Um, cause I know I do. I'm like, Oh God. But, um, they, um, <laughs> but trust me, I do. And, uh, we, um, we, uh, we shot for 10 days straight and, you know, it's the beginning of the movie. And we're like, yes, after the end of the 10 days, we start, we did so many setups and it's probably about six minutes worth of film. Uh, I mean, you know, but for, for, that's how much time is being put into all these things. Um, just watching the lighting alone, it was like, it's, I mean, it's stuff I've always known how to do, but to implement it in the right way with the budget we have, it's taking a bit. So we want it to be good. So, um, but course. that we're, we're looking for that to be, to be, uh, uh, get distribution next year on that one, but that's going to take some time to film. I still have to build a werewolf, which is going to be amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> how did you, how did you get into the all of this writing plays and, and filming, uh, producing movies and such? You know, it's kind of funny. Um, you know, I, I think I've heard it said by many people. I've always been interested in telling stories. I always love to tell stories, no matter what form it is. I love storytelling, and I love comic books, and I love film, and all these things. And what's amazing about it was about writing stuff is all you really need to do it is an idea, um, a dream and, you know, a piece of paper and a pen. And I think it's wonderful. Um, I think there's, I think it's so wonderful to do, to do stuff that people haven't seen before and to do stories that people don't know about. When we're talking about like someone like Bill Finger, like Athena said, um, a lot of people still, still don't know the story and don't know, you know, who Bill Finger was and, you know, and, you know, you, you have to remember a lot of these, a lot of people before 2015, they're still reading The Dark Knight Returns, which I don't know if, if it's been updated, but, you know, still says, you know, Bob Batman King. created by Bob King. And same thing with Batman Year One. And maybe they've updated it, but you just, there's millions of copies out there that have just oh. Bob King's name on it. And to re-educate people and to actually, you know, frame it for them is very important. Um, so I, I love, I love telling stories like that. I love writing stories like that. But I also love different stories, too. And I love people who write. And I love, you know, um, 
I'm sorry that um, Athena's bow isn't here. Rick, I love Rick too. I love Athena. I love Rick dearly, but I love it. I love Rick so much because she's got so many ideas. And I love that. Like, I love that. I, I talked to Rick sometimes recently and got to know him a little bit during, during Facebook and he's got so many ideas and it's so wonderful. And they're all so original. So I love that. So anyone who wants to tell a story, man, I'm in like myself. I, I love watching movies. I am the dumbest moviegoer in the world. I am so dumb. Like, I'll stand in a movie where, where five minutes in, you shouldn't know who the killer is. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm, and I, like, I do, like, even like this, I'm like, oh, like, I'm, I'm M. Night Shyamalan's best customer. Because I, <laughs> I fall for it all, man. I'm such a I'm so dumb what doing. You know, that, you know. Hey, you're throwing into a good story, sure. Yeah, I, and I love a good story. So I, I really do. I love every part of it. Anyone is putting something into someone who loves what they're doing and loves it and it shows, you know, I forgive a lot. I even forgive a lot of the, the technical stuff or stuff that I shouldn't, you know, cause I just love that the people who are so interested in is telling us a story. And I think that, mm-hmm. I think it's almost sometimes a lost art just enjoying it, you know? So that's just, that's what I love. That's why I agree it. with you. Just sitting yeah. back and enjoying it for what it is and not sitting there picking apart a movie or being like, oh, it should have done this or should have right. it, it <laughs> makes the experience so much better. I agree 100%. Absolutely. And, and Lenny, it's interesting what a small world, um, the creative and nerd world becomes. Because like I've, I've cosplayed for like 30 years. Um, and so I actually knew Rick for many years <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and then um i got oh, invited <laughs> like four or five years ago an actor that's in your production dave almeida oh my god did, did a play that he invited me to of the bill finger story oh my gosh really? and so that was my connection then eventually to athena between rick and dave and uh and now i've learned that you guys are putting out this it's a three city tour correct yeah, it's so weird how it happened. Um, like I even like a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't even sure. Like um, you know what? But it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, we, you know, we we had the invite for New York, and it was like, you know, looking. I always wanted to do it in New York. Was the big thing, um, you know, making sure that you know it's done before New York Comic Con. Um, you know, I have this idea now in my head. I kind of like to take it to San Diego if it does well. So that that's a possibility because I don't like to put roofs on things, but maybe it'll happen and maybe it won't, you know. Um, but I always, you know, I kind of kind of like to feel around because, you know, people are asking me like, how do you how do you do this? And honestly, man, I don't know either. I mean, I'm just making it up as I go. Like I mean, I hate to say that. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but it's make it till you make it. Yeah, like like, but it's it's funny because I've done theater for so long. Like, I ha- actually have done like like actual like besides comic book plays, I've done. I've, I've done part, been very much active in the f- theater festival scene. I've helped consult on Broadway shows. I've I've done different different things. Um, but the funny thing is, is that you know just using those tools, like um, with the even with the film production, people the the things you learn along the way you take with you. So when I'm working with the theater right now, the chain theater, like they're like, well, we have to get the insurance under under control. I'm like here you go, because I'm suddenly greater than insurance. You know, <laughs> I can do sure. it. So it's, you know, it's, it's, so it's all stuff you learn along the way, and it's so cool. Um, the opportunities that come up, and the opportunity for Pennsylvania, I wasn't even sure of until a couple, even like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, uh, but it's it's very a lot of it's just going by the seat of your pants and figuring it out. Um, and what, also, what are, your, what are your current dates, Lenny? That that are that are solid right now. Oh, everything is Pennsylvania this weekend, seventeenth and eighteenth. Um, I think, yep, seventeenth and eighteenth. Um, then we are going. We're in Rhode Island, September twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth, 
And the week after that, which is the 29th, 30th, and the 1st of October. And then October 3rd, 4th, and 5th in New York, which we're selling tickets for, which has been great. Um, even before the, the call today, we, we sold like a bunch of tickets. So I was like, cool, nice. for New York, which has been awesome. great. And I'm like, that's awesome. When I see though flying by the seat of your pants, it's going in knowing what you what you know from before again. Can you can this be done? How do you take sixteen people from Rhode Island and not and not you know how do you get them from Rhode Island to New York? Which sounds very insane to do, but it's actually not that hard when you've done it for ten years. It's just a matter of filling in the blanks at this point. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just a matter of you know making sure you you know making sure you get your insurance, making sure that everybody's safe. Making sure that you know um, you're doing the smart things to to be to be to make sure when you're in that moment, you know when you have to make those decisions, you know what decisions you have to make, and just following it through. And actually, the the biggest thing I tell everyone too, three things. Number one, if you want to write, sit down and actually write. Michael Uslan said this, and I listened to this. I agree with this. Get off the couch and write. You can, you know, people. I don't have writer's block. I don't think many people do. I have. Um, I think people have writer's lazy. Like Lauren Order is on, or you know, or um, you know, something's on that I want to watch. You know, I, I want to watch a TV show, so they don't really see this. They put it on for the next day. Don't put it, do it now. I agree with that a hundred percent. I also think that um, the other thing too is, I, as I tell people, you have to actually follow up with people, consistent follow up with people, and that, and I'm sure Athena could probably talk on that too. <laughs> um, I, I, I find it very hard when people don't follow up or respond to an email. It's not that hard to, to give a thumbs up on Facebook. It's not that hard to say, hey, I received this. I'll get back to you when I come back from vacation. Mm-hmm. You have to because a lot, of, a lot of things is you have to be in communication with people. And number three, you have to create a safe environment so people want to come back and work with you. Um, you know, and that's, those things are very key to me. And, and they have a good experience, you know, and have a, do the best show you possibly can. So I'm totally rambling. So go ahead, guys. <laughs> it's not at all. Very interesting stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Now, Athena, you're, you're going to go to the New York premiere? I, I am. I'm going to the New York premiere. Um, unfortunately, I was not able to join in the Pennsylvania festivities i'm going to be in new york city this weekend Batman day nice. <laughs> i'm doing an event um with ray felix who does um the bronx heroes um and uh he coordinated a, a an event in poe park so yeah. in the bronx awesome. it'll be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to that and then uh definitely new york super Woo. excited to see the the new vision of Bill Finger, Rise of the Bat. I saw your name on some of the stuff, so you, you did have some involvement in this. Uh, yeah, I mean, when Lenny wanted to rework the play, and um, we were kind of trying to put together a screenplay and come up with something, but couldn't come up with anything that really um, resonated, but it was great as a play. So we really wanted to make sure that we brought in some elements that were kind of missing um, and give it a different spin a little bit. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to give it away. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we got to see it. Can, can, can you tell? But uh, it was those... really nice to have seen the, the first version of it back in 2015 and be able to um, be part of that process of revamping it and um, 
I, you know, I really do like what we have put together and I, I can't wait to see it on the stage. Apparently Lenny have, has found some amazing actors. So I'm definitely excited to see what they bring to the, you know, the characters and stuff like that. So yeah, no, it's been a great thing. And my sister was part of the process. My sister was still living in Rhode Island at the time. So uh, me being in Florida was a little harder, but you know, I did come up a few times to do, you know, table reads with people and kind of hash things out. So, um, you know, it was really, a, a, it, it was a collaboration between the three of us and just, you know, working out those finer details that were kind of missing. So it was a lot of fun. Very cool. Lisa. Now, uh, uh, I was gonna. I was just go gonna have here. Athena tell everybody for those who don't really know the the entire story, her entire story. Uh, how how did you exactly get involved in in letting everybody know? I know you're the 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 final living uh, person of the finger. Well, not the final, but you were at the time uh, the last living. Uh, uh, person but how did you get involved how how who came up to you and was like you know this is some big stuff and because i know you you knew about it and stuff but you weren't really too too determined to to you know people that you guys have probably like talked to dc or warner brothers but like nobody was really fighting legally right away what what got you guys involved um well i got kind of pushed into it after my father passed away in 92 i was still a minor i was yeah. just before my 16th birthday so um uh, it was something that was always lingering um even when my dad was still alive as far as getting the credit or recognition for bill um so when he passed away it was you know it was at a point on where it was still not something that could be resolved. In fact, I was told not to even approach the subject because I don't have a billion dollars and I don't have, yeah. you know, the dream team for my legal side. Yeah. Going against Warner brothers or DC. Is right. So, um, you know, it was something that I didn't really talk about with people in general or even approach the subject for almost 15 years. Um, not that I didn't have communication with DC. I did reach out to them a few times over the years and be like, Hey, <laughs> what can I do here? Like, what can we do? Um, and never really getting any resolution. So it wasn't really until about 2007 that Mark Nobleman got in touch with me who was researching my grandfather for a book. Yeah. Um, he had done a book about Siegel and Schuster. Yeah. And how they came up with Superman. Right. I and so he wanted, to do, he wanted to do another one. So, and he knew about Bill. And so he wanted to bring his story out and realized that that was extremely difficult because he was kind of a recluse. He wasn't out there being flashy or, you know, he wasn't the Bob Kane being the showman. No, I, um, I read so, was, like, 
like yeah. interesting stuff about the man when I was doing my research about you and stuff and <laughs> how like even to get credit top billing on the 66 show for one of his episodes was like just something incredible for the guy like right it was those small little things to yeah. just recognize what he his importance was to the character and to the industry in general i mean he was one of and i like to call them the founding fathers the, the yeah. men that were involved and the women um in those golden years um and, and i mean a lot of people have used bill finger's story as like a template on how to create a storyline for comics now. Um, he was, you know, the one that really understood how to make the story flow within the panels and and really communicate with the artist on what the panels should look like and things like that. Um, so, you know, he was really a man of his craft. And so there wasn't that much information out there. And so when Mark discovered me, um, <laughs> I mean, DC has always known about me. I mean, I got stuff from DC after my father passed away. So it's not that they didn't know that I existed or not exist. It's just that they never wanted to resolve the issue at the time. Um, mm -hmm. And I was discouraged. And so Mark comes along in 2007 and says, no, you need to do this. And I'm like, no, there's way too much family trauma around this whole thing. And I can't deal with that right now. <laughs> So, but he was persistent and um, I broke down <laughs> basically and said, all right, I guess I'll contact them and you know, start the, the process of whatever is going to happen. Um, it wasn't really until 2012 that I started really pursuing the actual legal side of getting him credit. Um, mm -hmm. So, no. you know, your I, sister helped a lot with that, right? Yes. My sister um, actually is an attorney. Yeah. And when she was in college, her specialty was copyright law. <laughs> Go oh. figure, right? <laughs> That's not what she did when she got out and started practicing law. But that is what she focused on that. And so because of that, she had some contacts um, and resources to reach out to people that can help um, artists or family of artists that were in our situation. So um, that was a huge help being able to have her kind of navigate that side. I, I am not in any way knowing the law. <laughs> and that's, I've learned a lot going through all of this. Um, that's, there's a reason they have to go to school for so long. For a long time. Have yeah. you ever read some of those papers? I'm no, just like, no. this is I have no uh i like i teach math i don't like words i just got through a divorce i got to read a whole bunch of them they were horrible <laughs> like very dry reading oh so, <laughs> so i mean really um i mean i knew that i needed to eventually do something um but mark really kind of pushed me in that direction of you need to approach the subject. You need to start thinking about what to do about the Bill Finger situation, basically. Um, and like I said, it wasn't until 2012 when The Dark Knight Rises came out that really um, DC Warner Brothers kind of pushed me to have to pursue the legal side. Um, so, I mean, there was a lot of factors, but 
with the time, it actually played in my favor. And Bill, you know, Bob's words from his book also worked in our favor. Um, the research that Mark did definitely, we, you know, was a huge help with um, proving the copyright law of 1976 to show that it was a collaboration between the two of them and they have equal rights to claim the creation and all of that stuff. So, you know, it, I, and even within the industry, there were changes, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, with the Jack Kirby case and things like that, it had really kind of forced the industry to reevaluate the way that they treated these people and their legacies, basically. Um, so, I mean, I was pretty fortunate in the fact that the, all of this stuff kind of came together. So then in 2014 is really when we were making our final stretch to really get that resolved one way or another. I mean, I knew I had a 50-50 shot with this whole thing. So uh, with the 75th anniversary, that was really the PR. And that's what my job was, is PR pretty much, because I'm not the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was out there telling the people I was educating, like you said, a lot of people don't know the story still. Um, but I mean, with the documentary that came out in 2017, that helped a lot with telling the story. Right. Bill um, and the Batman, that was the Hulu documentary, correct? Batman and Bill, Hulu Batman exclusive. Um, it's actually the, the second Hulu documentary that Hulu ever did. They, they had just approached doing documentaries under their own label. And um, the Batman was one of four. It was the Beatles, Batman, uh, 007, and one <laughs> other one that I can't think of. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. And you were in I, that documentary quite a bit. Oh, I mean, they wanted to hear the, the family side of the story and a little bit of the legal side that we are allowed to share, because, of course, we have um, arrangements with DC Warner. Sure. And um, really just, you know, it, the documentary is great. The documentary focuses a lot about the research that Mark did and his journey through the Bill Finger story and how... Um, how he fit into everything and then how the family came together and and really pushed to get this resolved one way or another. So it's a great documentary. It's a great human story, if, even if you're not into comics, but, you know, obviously we're all into comics. <laughs> um, but I mean... <laughs> um, so, I mean, I got, like I said, I was very fortunate with the people that were starting to rally around me and starting to, um, you know, really help push for the resolution. So, yeah, I mean, and it's that's awesome that you, you got it done. You got it done. And now we, we did. And I like to say we because there were a lot of people involved, um, mm -hmm. you know, besides myself and my Absolutely. sister and Mark. Um, you know, we had an attorney that was working pro bono in the beginning who helped us get the initial paperwork done. Um, and she works for an artist council. So that's what they, their firm does is help artists who are in, you know, in some legal battle with whoever. Um, and I know before he passed, the great Jerry Robinson was very vocal on oh, your yeah. brother's mm -hmm. contributions. 
Um, who, well, course, because Jerry knew. Jerry was there in the beginning. He saw yeah, he what was going him. on, and he knew that Bill was not being respected in any way and needed something. And that's where the Bill Finger Award came from that's presented at the Eisners every year in San Diego. Yeah, and, um, and, and that was grandfather was not paid well. I mean, he it didn't from all the no. portrayals that I've read. He he lived kind of a poor existence. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was he was definitely at the poverty level. I mean, mm-hmm. with the weekend that he passed away, I mean, he had an eviction notice. I mean, to give you some idea, I mean, this sure it's, it's, it's terribly sad. It is. Wow. It's and when he did pass away, it was like nobody even they didn't noticed. And he was so influential in the industry that, you know, it's like this man who did so much for the industry and not just for like a few years in the beginning. I mean, he worked Mm -hmm. for DC for 25 plus years, you know, it's not like he was some noob off the street. Absolutely. So it's just, it's sad. It really is. Right. The the story I want to jump on with Athena, I heard, I heard this recently that there was a New York Comic Con going on, uh, not not even not even like five miles from Bill's place. Uh, you know, I think in like late 1973 or like even the beginning of 74. I forget the date of it, but someone had said this that you know while Bill Finger was, um, you know, basically suffering you know by himself, Bob Kane was you know right down like maybe five miles away, t- you know, saying how being we celebrated. You know, mm-hmm. and that that's insane to think about, you know, and just like, you know, talking about how he did it and how he did these things. And meanwhile, and I mean, you know, you have to look at it this way. They're, you know, they're they were friends. I mean, was, at, at some point they had been friends or friendly. So while he's doing this, his friend is basically dying down the street, you know, while he's while he's doing this. And that's horrible, you know, and yeah. to really think about to have that go on for that many years. It's just. It's sad to even think about, you know, on top yeah. of everything else. So, Lenny, you have some big, big boots to try to get all this emotion out on your production. So, yeah. I mean, it, and, I mean, and, and you want a beautiful, you know, creative endeavor at the same time. You you don't want to uh, upset Athena. Right, right. That's the thing. <laughs> I, I don't want to do that. I also don't, I also feel like, and this is one of the reasons I want to redid re- this show, because I did it originally. And I always felt people loved that version of the show, but I always felt that was a historical document. Like it's, I always like to say it's a historical document, be, meaning that it was missing that emotion that you were just talking about. There is an emotion that goes beyond that, um, that goes beyond just the story that's in there. And it's so heartbreaking. I mean, we talk about things about, you know, we're, we're talking about trauma. We're talking about, I mean, it's got to be a trauma for somebody to be doing that. And something that you've you got to realize, I mean, even, you know, Bill Finger, Jack Kirby, these guys have been, you know, these, like you said, the founding fathers have been put through the ringer in a lot of regards. He really put through the ringer. Yeah, and, he definitely um, seemed uh, haunted by the fact yeah, that he never yeah. got to get that retribution, yeah. that credit. Right, and I, and I, you know, when you know, we were talking about this on another podcast too. Whereas, you know, you got to think about the, you know, the, um, not just the trauma, but the, but what, what, you know, how back then you didn't have as I want to say as. Maybe maybe as recognized um, mental illness, we didn't have like you know we didn't have um, you know it wasn't talked about. It wasn't like you know people, you know depression wasn't as talked about as it is present day, um, you know and, and things like that. What people were going through, what people suffered through, and so there wasn't all this. There wasn't everything with internet. There wasn't anything like that. It was just like newspapers and TV, maybe you know, 
um, you know, we weren't, the, the resources for people to actually go through those things weren't as uh, prevalent uh, in people's, you know, in people's, you know, reach almost, it would feel like. So I can imagine like what it must feel like, you know, and that was what we're trying to, you know, what, how did Bill get by was really the question. And that was one of the things I had asked myself before I went back into it. I never really thought about it. How do you get by, you know, how do you make it to 1974, you know, trying to survive day to day, you know, day by day. And somebody, you know, how, how do you, how do you reconcile that? Somebody saying, you know, Hey, you know what, look, there's, you open up a comic and there's his name, not there. Like, how do you, how does one person get through that and knowing what he could do and what he did do? Um, you know, it's not at a certain point, it doesn't even come about recognition. It comes about the, it comes about humanity and what is actually right. Um, you know, and I, I wonder, I wonder that myself, like, how would somebody do that? And that was kind of my entry point, I think, for this show. Um, when we're, when I, you know, I redid it, I said, well, that's going to be it. You know, like, how does, and I, and I had to solve, solve the hardest thing for me was solving those questions in a, in a very honest way. Um, how do you do that? Like, how do you get through those, those things when there's not many things available? What is that person going through day to day? And that was what was important. How do you go, you know, how do you, how do you, you know, with editors treating you like crap and people's, you know, trying to also do what you love, which is writing and having all these forces against you. It's, it's in its own sense, in a different way, very heroic and very, um, for me, it's very inspiring in a way we haven't seen before in a play or a film. So that was my entry point to kind of get to where the show is now. Awesome. Yeah. I'm excited to see to, to get it done. I think the actors, I say, like I said, I can talk about the writing all day long, but honestly, um, I, I was telling someone today and it's like the performances in this show are, these are really phenomenal actors. The, what they do with each of these characters is it's next level for what, what I've, what I've dealt with in the past with actors. I've worked with actors, um, you know, and nice. there, there are some really phenomenal people in this and it, and, and, most of them are doing things for not what they're they should be paid for. Um, not to say, you know, um, you know, we we you know they're they're very happy, everyone's excited to do it. They're here for the love of it. Um, we have a guy who's in the new John Hamm uh Fletch movie coming out on Friday. You know, he was just in um a Dexter show. One you know, and, other, and these are people actually doing these are people who I have like who are taking the time off to do this, and it was so they know how important it is. And to have that commitment from that many people is an honor. And I have to, I made sure I went in every day and we recognize that. Um, yeah, we couldn't, well, we couldn't I, do I, I hope that yeah. our, our audience uh, recognizes it oh. too. Um, in the show notes uh, below, you guys mm -hmm. can uh, buy tickets. There's links to all Thank the you. information. You know, Leo is our man in the chair and he's our technical wizard. He's got all that stuff down. <laughs> so you want to go see this show. It's in three different States. You have no excuse. <laughs> anywhere, 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 you're in the northeast it's a good thing you want to see this you want to be you want you want to be in touch with the legacy with the batman legacy with athena finger um and and, and athena has a son as well so the legacy is going to live on yes it's funny benjamin just recently asked me like oh i miss being part of the whole thing and how can i get more involved i'm like you live in wisconsin i'm in florida it doesn't quite work that way <laughs> <laughs> we get Hemicons now next. I, yes. I told him, you know, if there's events near you, just let me know. <laughs> I'll try to work it out for you. <laughs> is, is, how old is he now, Athena, your son? He's 20. Oh my God, no. 
No. Oh, really? Now, what, what is oh. he doing? Is he in school? Is he doing something with himself? If you don't I, mind sharing, he, if you don't mind sharing. <laughs> he lives with his girlfriend and mm-hmm. he just started a new job. He's in the food industry right now. He, he just started at Chick-fil-A. Okay. Um, I know fast food, but he's looking to get into management. He was working as a manager at Chipotle before he got this other job. So, um, I mean, he's, why not? He's yeah. 20. He's yeah. figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, my son's 19. He's doing the so. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> All good. Oh my god, I have, I have. He still calls me, so I did something right. <laughs> yeah, I have three things to say about this. Uh, Athena, he's 20. Yeah, he turned twenty. Twenty? Yes, I know. Oh, He'll be the legal bad. drinking age in May. I can't. No, believe it. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. He's twelve. Yeah, gosh. Oh um, no, he was so I, I, little when you met him back in uh, two thousand and fourteen. Oh my god, twenty. Oh, my daughter's twelve. I mean, so I, I'm sure you feel the same way. We see Callie now. She's like. Oh, yeah. yeah well, listen, I have it with students, too. Yeah. Listen, I, you know, I've had students for the last, like, 10 years. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've known you for 10 years. You're I like, know. you're kid now. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah. I, I did want to make a note because before the show ends, too, um, after my shock kind of goes down, um, I want to thank, I always want to thank Athena and her sister. When I did the show originally, I not that I didn't have their input, but this version has their, has their stamp on it. I mean, working with them with the story, and you know, we, we had sat down, like I said, and Lisa is not here, and I wish I wish she was. I always like to say that she's in a different time zone. Um, yeah. And um, but Alethea, Athena, and I were literally coming up, coming with, with their notes and their input, working on the story. It made going into the script that much easier, um, and that much just knowing what direction, um, knowing what direction that it would be. Athena actually won't probably remember this. But she had said, I have, I have one suggestion for a line, and I think it should be there. And she was still, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. You probably know what it is. And it was so perfect, and I wrapped my entire last scene around it. And it's the most beautiful last scene I've ever written in my life. I promise you that. Um, it is wonderful. And I said, I said, um, so for having Alicia really, Alicia is a great lawyer, an amazing lawyer, probably the best editor I've ever worked with. Lenny, that previous show that I saw four years ago, were you involved in that show? Um, it was based off the script um, that I did. I mean, it was a script. Um, I looked at it. They did a great job with what they were given. Um, the issue was, and if you watch the show, I can point out about 20 different mistakes. Um, this is a writer that you can never do. And um, it's not their fault. They did a great job. I thought they did a great job. The acting was good, but they did what they did with the very unique. I had no input as a director, though. Sure, sure. It was an it was an enjoyable show. I thought it was I thought it was pretty well done. I mean, obviously, I, I don't have a play background, but uh, I certainly found it entertaining and certainly informative and and gave a different view that the uh, 
the Hulu series did not. Right. So, that yeah. well, that, that Hulu series about. again yeah. was more about Mark's journey with right. the family put in there. Right. Which so is the- great. I don't want to take away from the documentary. It's a great documentary. Okay. Yeah, right. But that's really what that documentary was about. It was about Mark's journey with mm-hmm. Bill Finger and then mm-hmm. having the family come in and resolve it. And then it ends with Mark seeing that all of his hard work paid off. Absolutely. So yes, there's there's real elements missing from the documentary, mm-hmm. but that's where you have the opportunity to have other documentaries come in or other avenues of telling the story. Right. So the play is one way that we're, like I said, it originally started with us trying to write a, a screenplay to do right. some kind of fictional um, based on the Bill Finger story. Um, but it worked better as a play. So yeah. we, you know, we're, we didn't want to take away from all of the hard work that, we all put into this project. 100%. There's so much more meat on the bones. And so having all these different avenues of telling the story is going to kind of bring it all together. So it will have, you know, that human element. It will have the, the family turmoil, the inner turmoil, the friendship, coming and going all that other stuff that was kind of not included or it was and it was kind of dry um yeah, more generalized right um because again that wasn't really the focus it was more about finding out all of this information and how it fit all together so the, that mark could tell his story um now, Athena, so again, you know, working with Lenny, I'm working on other projects also trying to tell more um, of that meat part of the story <laughs> that's kind of missing. Uh, but I mean, people are going to take what they want from it. They're going to do with their own story. You know, his, the I can't even think of the word now. Jeez. <laughs> They're going to do their own research. <laughs> I've been, listen. It's been a long day. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, We got you you in the evening. We appreciate your time. um, (laughs) We'll take you how we can, however we can get you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm still talking, so I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel. (laughs) The last time we had you here, Athena, you were telling us about an exciting, it it wasn't an Aquaman project, but it was an Aqua-related hero project that was comedic. Is there any movement on that project? Um, they actually, the people who are in charge of that have relocated up to the Chicago area. Um, they had an opportunity to start doing stuff up there. So um, I think at some point they're going to bring us into it. Um, right now they're mainly focusing on the main character. Okay, and so getting, more on the back burner right now? A little bit, which is fine. I mean, we have so many other things going on right now. Um Plus, sure. Rick is still working on his outfit for his character. So, um, <laughs> you know, we we'll always have like five things going on, if not more. So, yeah, no, I mean, it's still there. It's just, you know, it, it's uh, it took a little bit of a different direction. So we're just yeah. waiting to see what I, happens. I just thought it was important for people to know. That. I mean, you're so much more than just your oh, yeah. I mean, grandfather's like granddaughter that you have other projects that you're working on as well. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. And there's other stuff that I would love to do. I mean, people keep asking if I'll do a comic book or if I'll collaborate with someone and do some other kind of projects. I've done a couple variant covers for people. So I try to sprinkle in wherever I can and do various projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I am working with a production company in Canada right now trying to get another um, aspect of the Bill Finger story out there. A little more about the women's side, the women that were involved with the story and getting it resolved and things like that. Because, again, there's so many different pieces mm-hmm. to the story that can be focused on. And, right. And- well, there's, there's also the aspect of your father. Mm. Who was Bill's son, yeah. and who was a chef, and 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 I, I'm sorry to say he passed away from AIDS, and mm-hmm. when you were still very young, so that's that's a whole other book in itself. The just the trauma, yeah, and I mean that's kind of you know what we're trying to bring out is a little more of the family story. Because mm-hmm. there is a lot there. And I mean, my dad was an artist and he, um, you know, his life was cut short because of this horrible disease that was going around in the 80s. Um, and he was very creative and he was self-taught, especially with his culinary skills. I mean, he was he was kind of, one, again, another, you know, innovator and, and influencer of the time with the you know, food is not just something you put in your mouth. It can be beautiful. It can have meaning and feeling and emotion and and all of that stuff. And so that was kind of his new palette. And that was the palette that he really shined with. I mean, so, I mean, there is a lot going on there with with, um, multiple generations of the fingers. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Leo, did you have any questions for Lenny or Athena? Uh, I do, and I just want to remind everybody, definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. I got all the links there to check it out. And so for the, let's say for somebody like out west that can't make it and see the play, have you thought about um, uh, recording it and then releasing it on video after the play is run? You know, I thought about that, and there's two, two problems with that. I hate videotaped theater pieces. Um, the other biggest problem, though, I have, though, is I have I have um, actors in the show who are SAG actors. So there's, uh, gotcha. there's a SAG. There is. I mean, they're, they're screen actors, yep. actors. I mean, so I can't I can't film them without. I, I mean, I could. Then it turns into a whole thing of the Screen Actors Guild. And they they like to they like to see that their dues are paid and all these things. And it turns into this nightmare. Um, I love to personally if I had I, I mean, if I didn't have a cast that was SAG. I still would be hesitant though, because what ends up happening a lot of times is turns into a flat screen. Um, that being said though, um, what I would like to do actually, when this is all said and done, um, if it gets what I should do and I, I keep threatening New York, uh, San Diego comic-con, but you know, that, you know, whatever happens with that, I'm kind of doing the same thing with the Ditko show I had done um, where I have people who want to put on the show and I kind of just give it to them for free. Free rights, just get us a plane ticket out there, basically. I think that would be the best way to do it. Um, I'm not looking to make money on this show, so I think it would be cool if, like, you know, I think that I think the stipulation was that me, Athena, and Rick get plane tickets in a hotel room. What do you think, <laughs> Athena? Does that sound good? It's, that works. I, mean. I, think, I, think that, I think that'll be our rights there. I think that will be, you know, if I can't make it, Rick, Rick gets, like, a, you know, free meal, and you guys get free meals or something. We'll figure it out. <laughs> 
I don't, I don't, I don't think I really want to tell the story. And I'm very lucky to myself have a really nice full time job for the first time in my life. And last like five, six years, it's been really great. Um, but I also, um, I also wanted my entire life. And even if I didn't have the job, I still think it's the right thing to do is to spread the story as much as possible and to say, here you go, put it on with the theater company, just invite us. And we'll, we'll, we'll even do like a Q and a afterwards. We'll take over the theater. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> we'll talk about, talk about stuff that does nothing to do off the play at oh, all. For we're two hours. That. That's for, yeah. like, <laughs> for two hours, it's like, like, what is going on? Why do we invite these people? <laughs> Why are these strange people here? <laughs> Why is Aquaman going crazy and he's fighting? He's fighting the other guy. I'm like, I don't know, but it's cool. <laughs> I put another play on. It's good. By the way, I really want to do Rick, Rick's. Uh, Rick has a great script he sent to me, but I'm, I, if Rick is listening, please get that script on Rick. Anyway, go ahead, guys. I'll tell him. <laughs> no, he's he's not here. He's somewhere else right now. So uh, <laughs> if he's listening later, Rick, you can hear. You know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's working uh, on his tridents right now. He just three three D printed a bunch of them, so he's trying to. Oh, my God. oh <laughs> nice. What, what's he using for a three D printer? Uh, he's printing his trident, that his iconic trident that's been falling oh. apart. So he um, 3D printed a bunch of the parts, and he's been putting them together to get them ready to be painted. Oh, I, I was going real geeky on you. I was wondering what, oh. what, type, what uh, the name of the printer he was using. Is he use, oh, using like a... Uh, okay. <laughs> That's He's his told me like so yeah. many times. You think I hold on to that information? No. <laughs> Come on, I have more important <laughs> things to do at store in here. I yeah, have I see a lot of capacity. Star Wars stuff back there. She's more <laughs> into Star Wars than she is the laser printers. Oh yeah, I see that R two unit up there. Oh wow. Nice. Oh yeah. Well, that's all Rick stuff. That's all of his okay. Star Wars stuff. I mean, I have a few little things, but that's mainly his stuff. <laughs> well, so, so what do you collect, Athena? What do I collect? Well, that oh. is, uh, I collect Felix the Cat is what I, oh, I, nice. um, I almost, oh my goodness, I saw one of these most beautiful things I had never seen before in my life, didn't even know it was exi- that even existed. And I wanted to buy it, but I couldn't justify the cost of it. <laughs> But it was the 1931 very first colorized comic of Felix the Cat. And it was like, it's oh not God. like comic book size. It's like this big square thing. Like the treasure And it stuff. was in such beautiful condition. Like, I, was, I so wanted it so badly. I really did. I just couldn't justify the cost because I knew I had to do things like replace my computer. So... <laughs> You know, priority. Maybe, maybe someone will get you a special Christmas gift. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It looks expensive. Um, but yeah, no, I like to collect Felix the Cat stuff. I mean, I do have like, you know, Batman pops and things like that. But if I'm at a show, I'm looking for Felix the Cat comics, and that's what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for the old ones, not the new ones. I'm looking for, you know, the Dell and the, and the Harvey. <laughs> all the other ones that are rare <laughs> they're really hard to find which i find very strange considering felix was the first commercialized cartoon right. so but whatever i'm in the field i've asked people about this up to the family they just don't want to be bothered i guess they don't see the significance <laughs> of being a presence i guess i don't know 
It's crazy people like me that are like, where's Felix? <laughs> uh, well, uh, I, I know we are running close on time. So a question, I, I, you know, I totally don't want you to get into specifics or anything like that, but um, how, how did the deal work with DC? Like, um, so like the new Batman movie came out, uh, does, uh, do any proceeds go to the family or is it just recognition? Like, like how does the whole deal work? I'm, I'm not really allowed to discuss yep. the monetary side. I mean, you know, but like when they green light, like just, they just green lit Batman too. They, you get an, um, you get an email. You know, what you have to consider is that yes, with credit comes compensation, but that you know we're talking about a corporation, so they're going to have whatever they're going to want to hold on to. So, I mean, I get to go to the parties. Sure. <laughs> well, like something like that, Athena. Like they just greenlit Batman Two with Rob Pattinson. Do you mm-hmm. get an email? Do they ask you anything? Or oh no, they don't ask me anything they don't care they're, okay so you just find out like, we're, obli- we're obligated to let you come to the party so mm-hmm. here you go you know mm-hmm. it's right. it's weird it's a weird it's a weird world it really is yeah. i just kind of roll with it at this point um because i have to remind myself that it's a corporation and they you know corporations don't have morals they don't have ethics they don't care about the human heart Mm-hmm. Or the yeah. soul. <laughs> right. They care right. about the bottom line. And, sure. you know, you kind of just, you play the game. It really is a big game. And I I am not the greatest at it. But, you know, I do what I can to keep myself going in the game. <laughs> yeah, you're a human like anyone else. I, I will say that Robert Pattinson, when when he's ever premiered, like anything like that, they announce it. They 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 don't like invite me either, but they do. If I get emails from Robert Pattinson, am I going to be good? You'll be fine, Robert. I promise you. <laughs> Joaquin, you're going to be a great Joker. You're going to win an Oscar. I promise you. It's it's overwhelming at times. So, but I, I hold. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, well, well, speaking of the the new Batman, uh, what did both of you think of the uh, the latest installment? I loved it. I think it was great. It was really good. I, I really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bringing the whole detective side back into the Batman mm-hmm. story is, like, super important. That's something that's been missing for a while, so. Yeah. We hadn't yeah. really had that since, like, the animated series in the 90s. Agreed. And he was great. He was great. Oh, yeah. I think he did an amazing job. It's so funny because people would ask me, so what do you think of, you know, the shimmery vampire being Batman? I'm like, what are you talking about? I never even saw any of the Twilight movies. I had no desire to see them. I know him from movies like The Lighthouse. So he's going to be awesome. Amazing film. Have you ever seen the, I think it's the Rover? It's unbelievable. He is unbelievable. That in good time, good time. I think it's is one one of his best performances actually. Okay, but he's very yeah. So I mean, I know him from more of his serious work. So I I was like, I don't know what you fans are like crying about. This man is a very good actor, and like, but I mean, they've done that with like pretty much anyone who's put on the suit. So it's like, uh, it's the same rhetoric every time someone new comes in. I mean, they didn't like Ben Affleck either, but I thought he was amazing in the suit. Oh, right. Yeah. He was out of the suit. 
it's and just, now they can't stop talking. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and when Keaton was initially, um, they talked about well, they him being. I mean, everyone either. freaked out. Right. They were like, "What? He's a skinny guy. This, that, and the other." And now everyone's freaking out. He can't, he can't be serious. Right. Oh my God, Mr. Mom as Batman. What, yeah, what exactly. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was amazing. So, and you know, people are always like nitpicking, but you know, every person who brings on the character or takes it on. They bring something interesting to the character. They, they you right. know, they add their own little flair, whatever it is. I mean, again, the actors can't control what happens with the movie. All they can do is do the best job they can in the movie. Right, right. <laughs> with the script they're handed. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, I think, I think, he, I think all of them have done a really good job. It's just they're all different. So. That's my page. Uh, there you go. Well, it's great to hear. I, I absolutely loved it myself. And, and you know, one thing that was, uh, I don't I don't remember seeing this in any of the other Batmans, but um, at the end, they actually gave thanks, well, obviously to, to you know, uh, Bill Finger, but um, to uh, some of the artists like uh, Lee Bermijo uh, yeah. was, was yeah. credited at the end, which I thought was amazing. Yeah. Well, again, yeah. it's that change in the industry and where they realize that they have to give credit to people who have contributed to whatever part of the comic or story or whatever they're using. Mm -hmm. So that's why that list has gotten longer. Like if you saw at the end of um, the Suicide Squad movie, right, yeah. there was like a novel afterwards thanking so many people that were in the industry because they used so many characters from so many different places and put them in that movie. So, I mean, and even with, like, the Joker movie, they did a special thank you to Bill, Bob, and Jerry because it was the three of them that, you know, mm -hmm. created the character <laughs> so that they could have this amazing movie that made a bajillion dollars. Um, <laughs> We're not going to talk about the possibility of what they're talking about for part two. I don't want to talk about that right now. I, You know... It was. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see what kind of musical it's gonna be. Yeah. Well, is it gonna be dark like Sweeney Todd, or is it gonna be something not? I don't know. Not dark yeah. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> I I trust in Joaquin. I think. I think Joaquin chooses good projects. I don't know about the rest of it, though. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested. But I, I, I think I they should have just left it with the first Joker movie and just been yeah. done with it, but that's my opinion. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I, it made too much money. Yeah. Maybe yeah, but this one's not going to make as much money. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? No matter how hard they try, it's not going to be the original because the original was so unique on how they told yeah. the story. Mm -hmm. Um the the one big flaw of that Joker movie is that they rehashed again the killing of Martha. Yeah. They didn't need to include that. It was kind of an odd thing to be fit into that story. Um, mm. So I don't know. That's just my opinion. I might be completely wrong, and it might blow us out of the water again and be like, "Holy crap! Look at this yeah. piece of film in front of us." <laughs> I I, yeah. I hope that they do something that is because I think is a lot of opinions like that like oh you know and I agree because I'm like what could they do I thought it was such a per perfect encapsulation of who the Joker is and I thought it was such an perfect perfect film 
for what it was at that point. And but it, like you're right, it doesn't open it, its doors for a sequel. But I hope they go with the challenge. Like, okay, you think we can't do it? Let's show them. You know, and that would be well. Yeah. You know, if they resolve the issue on whether he was really just hallucinating the whole movie, right. if they, because I mean, I know that they're bringing in Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn, and then the whole thing with you know her becoming Harley and the love story between the two of them. So I mean, if they if they kind of clarify that, I think that will kind of move it along and then people will buy into it a little more. You know what I mean? Because it was yeah. such an intense, heavy movie. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. I remember going into it with low expectations on purpose. Okay. And because I was such a fan of... Um, course his name now is going to escape me Keith Ledger. Uh, Ledger. Yeah, Keith ledger's performance because i mean as far as i'm concerned i mean besides mark hamill i mean heath ledger is the joker in in, in yeah vis- visually and i mean he just put on in my opinion such an amazing performance so going in and and, and i like joaquin's stuff but i was like i i don't know if he's going to pull off the joker so i went in with low expectations and he blew me away he did a great great job and he did i mean he, he is he, a really impressive and the emotion actor. that he emoted was very strong i agree yeah um and that's the thing is like that there was such a backlash from the content of that movie um people either really loved it or they absolutely hated it and people who asked me after I saw the premiere, we're like, so what'd you think? I'm like, well, I, I what I couldn't really talk after I watched it because it was so intense and and just really like heavy subjects. Um, I, the first response that I always had in regards to that is that it's not a comic book movie. Don't go into it thinking that it's a comic book movie because really it's not. It's it's really about the destruction of um, society and how they deal with mental illness. That's really what it comes down to, what that movie is about. And how if you really do ignore someone who really does need help, this is potentially what could happen and has happened in the past um, and could happen in the future still if you don't address these issues and really take a look at the system and make it functional versus, oh, sorry, we're cutting corners. You can no longer get your medication and we can't see you anymore. So see ya. Good luck. (laughs) That's pretty much where he was left at. And I mean, it still happens every minute of every day that somebody's in that situation. And so I think that the fact that it was so real and not a comic book that people couldn't deal with it. So I think, you know, that's why I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to do in the second one, because it wasn't something that was lighthearted or, I mean, even a dark comic can still be a dark comic and still be considered a comic. This was not a comic. It was not anything comic book related in my book. Um, So we'll see. I mean, it's just, again, these characters that Bill created have so much depth to them that you can take so many different avenues with them and create your own story around them and still keep that core element of the character. And that's what's so awesome. (laughs) You know, like from Jack Nicholson to Caesar to Mark Hamill to, you know, Heath and Joaquin. I mean, it's just, again, 
they all bring something super unique to the characters. Absolutely. 100%. Yep. And the story keeps on going, you know. It's, it's just amazing how Batman just keeps on chugging along, you know. Uh, even in the uh, the most recent book, you know, uh, Batman 127 just came out, you know, and it's just, you know, Batman is, is, you know, sort of like reborn again. You know, it's just the story just keeps on, you know, just no matter how much they throw at it, you know, it's just uh, just keeps on going. I don't know if any of you had a chance to uh, read the current books, but oh, it's yeah. great. Chip Zdarsky is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And, we're, yeah. and I think they just dropped, they're just dropping another season of Pennyworth. So, you know, yeah. It goes on and on and on. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of going on and on and on, my daughter needs to go to bed, so I have to. Yeah. So, have to yeah. Thank you so much, Lenny, for um, telling us about your show. Yeah. Um, I, I hope some more people come and see it. Um, I, thank I, you. I wish I was able to. Um, I wish you were too. Yeah, three uh, states. No excuse. No I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not that far away. I'm not that far away. You're right. There probably is no excuse. Uh, <laughs> I should try to sneak it into my uh, my agenda. So, and thank you again, Athena, for coming on for the second time. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. We appreciate Aww, thank you for having me. No, you're, so, you're such a lovely person, and we appreciate you giving your time and uh, give our love to Rick. Yes, I absolutely. Will. And, th- and again, thank you so much, guys. Thank you for coming by, and uh, we hope to see you again soon. Yes, thank you guys for having us. And good luck with the creative endeavor, Lenny. Uh, thank yes. you. I'll see you in a couple weeks, Athena. Yes. And have fun on Batman Day, Saturday, Batman Day. You better be celebrating. I'm absolutely celebrating. I'm going to find you. Everyone. Everyone. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good night, guys. Take care. Take care, Lenny. Thanks again. And uh, you can find – yeah, you can find all the links for everybody up above or down below. Uh, Did we – we didn't rate Mad Love. Um, Did you want to do – we, we didn't. didn't. Why don't you put that cover up again? It's a pretty cover. I like the Paul Denny. <sighs> love Mad Love. Because, you know, I, I got a, a live Harley Quinn sitting right there in the bedroom behind me. Well, we, I we, love we, her we, so. But uh, uh, Leo, I mean, I think I think my rating is going to be pretty obvious. So why don't you give you a rating? Oh, it, it's I absolutely love this. Uh, I'm going to give this fives all around. You know, yeah. it's just, it's very rare that you read a book and the source material, well, I mean, this was the source material, but, you know, this being turned into the TV show, having mm. that so ingrained in your head that as you're reading, you're hearing those voices in your head, oh, it, yeah. other than other than other voices you may hear in your head. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, you're talking um, Mark, Mark Hamill, Kevin Conroy. Uh, Tara Strong. Yep. Uh, Commissioner. Uh, yeah, I can't remember Commissioner. You know, Gordon. Who, yeah. who played Commissioner Gordon? We apologize to him. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, just every single scene, you, you just hear their voices, and it's just, you know, it, it was just, it's a great story, great art. I, I love that it's, you know, uh, the same art from the from the show. It's just amazing. Absolutely. And uh, for me, it's a five as well. And and this scene, if you even go down to the bottom here, it's like she's finally it's, it's, she's got it through her head. She got thrown out the window and she got injured. And she's like, no more Joker, no more Joker. And then he sends her a rose. And that's it. He's got her back just like that. 
And listen, yeah. that is a classic abusive relationship. And it was very um, highlighted uh, when that came out. A lot of uh, people aspire to that kind of relationship. And um, I do, but more of the white knight version um, where Joker is not abusive to Harley and Harley is his partner. Um, yeah. And it's okay to be an insane clown partnership, not an abusive clown partnership. But yeah, fives yeah. all the way. I mean, from the... The cartoon, I mean, this is exactly like the cartoon, uh, fleshed out in paper form. And it's just beautiful. And it, it reminds you of Kevin Comroy and Mark Hamill and Tara Strong. And it's, it's I, I can't stop saying it's incredible because it is. It's amazing. I, I love this story. It, it's a great story. And you should definitely have it in your collection. If you've never read it, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I need to find this. Uh... Uh, I, this book I don't have in my collection, so it's uh, I, I know it's a bit pricey now. But um, for the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary, though, uh, did you pick up any of the did the did her 30th anniversary book come out yet, or is that like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not picking up any any books anymore, Leo. I'm just doing okay. digitals at the moment. I, I it, it's too sad when I had to gift her. I gave my collection away. I just I don't uh, think I'm going to rebuild it again. Yeah, that's that's tough to deal with. Yeah, 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 yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did have another book. I, I know we're a little bit late. Did we want to bring that up real quick? Is anybody even still watching at this point, Leo? We've been on for uh, two hours and six minutes. No, we we can wrap it. Uh, we can yeah, talk about wrap it. Next it. Week. it was a third okay. one. It was it was all right, but we'll talk about it another day. Sounds good. So, uh, Velvet, where do you like people interacting with you, my friend? All right, so uh, I've uh, I've gotten on the TikTok, so we do a Velvet Joker one on the TikTok, and then you can find me at Velvet Joker um, Velvet Joker twenty twenty one on the gram or uh, Rich Davis on Facebook. These these are the places that you can reach out to me, and uh, we're happy to chat with you or uh, do whatever you need us to do if you want to pay us a little bit of money because that's what we do. Broadcast voiceover, you don't know we could do stuff. I know. Uh, and for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. More importantly, go follow Rich. You know, it's uh, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got a ton of shows on our network. There's a lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. So definitely check everything out. Head on over to thedorkening.com. You can find all the latest episodes for all the shows right there. And uh, with that, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace out.